Good morning, Turks and Caicos. Welcome to Career Connection Powered by Flow. I'm your host, Melanie Smith, and today I'm joined by Dr. Anya Malcolm Gibbs for our final episode, and we are going out with a bang this morning. Shout out to each and every one of you that have listened in, messaged me, and have shown so much love for this talk show, Career Connection. Huge shout out to all appearing guests who have made this all possible. You all have been a phenomenal audience and this is just season one. Season two will be even better and I can't wait to dive into today's topic with Dr. Anya Gibbs. Today we'll be discussing staying in toxic workplace environment. But before we dive into today's discussion, we will pause to hear from our esteemed sponsor, Flo. Your dog rolls over. Does it give you double data? Nope. But Flow prepaid mobile plans do. Simply stay topped up, and your seven-day or thirty-day plan will ring you with twice the data. That's six gigs in your seven-day plan and twenty gigs in your thirty-day plan. Plus rollover lets you keep your unused data. Now that's a good plan. Dial star one two nine number side to activate and stay topped up. Conditions apply. Welcome back to today's program. If you're just joining me, I'm your host, Melanie Smith, career coach and talent consultant, and you're listening to Career Connection, where we deliver powerful yet practical tips to empower, encourage, and enlighten graduates, students, and career professionals to find clarity, confidence, and connection for the world of work. We do this through interviewing career life and business experts and give advice on how to explore career options to help you grow and prosper and close opportunity gaps with employment by connecting talent with opportunity one hire at a time. In the studio with me this morning is Dr. Anya Malcolm Gibbs and we'll be discussing staying in toxic workplace environment. So happy to have you joining me this morning, Thank Dr. You. Gibbs. Happy to be here. Awesome, awesome. Dr. Gibbs is no stranger to the airwaves. I will share a brief synopsis of her and shortly after we will give her an opportunity to share greetings with you, our listening audience. Dr. Anya Mal Malcolm Gibbs is a licensed clinical psychologist in the Turks and Caicos Islands and the USA Commonwealth of Virginia. In the Turks and Caicos Islands, she provides services through the Department of Mental Health in addition to Omnicare Medical Services and private teletherapy services. Dr. Anya has authored two books, both focus on promoting mental health awareness in children. She also creates and sells merchandise promoting mental health. She is married to Richard Gibbs and is the mother of three children. Welcome, Dr. Gibbs. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, more than what I've just shared. Okay, <laughs> piggybacking off of you, of mm -hmm. course, I am a doctor of clinical psychology, and like you're saying, of license in the U.S., and as well as the Turks and Caicos Islands. Mm -hmm. So, um, I am a daughter of the soil, born awesome. and raised yes. right here in the Turks and Caicos Islands, um, to my parents from South Caicos, okay. and of course, my stepfather from Provo. Mm -hmm. For the past six years, I've been back here in the Turks and Caicos Islands working as a civil servant with the Department of Mental Health, where I see uh, clients, of course, okay. I see adults, yes. I see children mostly. We do group work, 
community um, mental health work, okay. and of course, um, a lot of presentations. Now, I do work with a number of employees and um, organizations right, right. when it comes to things related to their work. Um, especially when it comes to things like burnout. Right. And of course, our topic for the day, right. toxic workplaces. <laughs> I'm not probably on the scale that you would see those em employees, but right. they do come in when mm -hmm. it's reached that place where they mm -hmm. need some support. And that's what I'm here for. Perfect. Well, yes. I thought you were the perfect person to invite here to, to join me today because of where I'd like to take this conversation. So okay. thank you so much for accepting the invitation to be here. Thanks. And uh, let's dive right into our topic for today, staying in toxic workplace environment. Mm -hmm. All right, being stuck in a toxic workplace environment can be one of the most physically and emotionally draining emotions you can find yourself in, especially in your career, mm -hmm. because it's gonna suck the life out of you. Literally, And yes. <laughs> not only will it affect you, but it will also affect the people around you. So when you're done with work, you know, it still follows you home. You you can find yourself perhaps up late at night mm -hmm. dealing with anxiety and, mm -hmm. and related issues, right? Not able to sleep well mm -hmm. and um, dread going in, not just on a Monday morning, but any morning. Any morning. Okay? So what would you say are signs of mm -hmm. a toxic workplace environment? Well, I can probably go on and on um, with the signs of a toxic workplace environment, um, but of course, for the sake of time, mm -hmm. I would classify it into three categories. Okay. And so you have the toxic employers, such as mm -hmm. your bosses, such as supervisors. Mm -hmm. You have the toxic co-workers, and of course, the toxic work environment itself, or right. the work culture. Right. Right. So when it comes to toxic mm -hmm. employers or your toxic bosses, um, the signs to look for um, would be a lack of transparency, um, the constant and like unneeded micromanagement. Right. A lot of the times right. you can do your work by yourself and your mm -hmm. boss is constantly on your back, mm -hmm. right? Um, there are the bosses that have no respect for your boundaries. Right. So they're calling right. you, they're right. emailing you, it's like 10 o'clock at night, mm -hmm. they want you to mm -hmm. look at this and you're like, no, I'm at home, right? Um, you also may have those employers or supervisors who are always critical of you, never uplifting you, never right. giving you a pat on the back, hey, that's a good job, but right. as soon as you make a mistake, they're right on you. They're pulling you down, right. and, um, and so that's those toxic. Right. Um, and you managers. know, you're you're so right about that because, and and what a lot of persons doesn't realize, mm -hmm. uh, you know, being a toxic leader or mm -hmm. an employer in 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 any workplace. A lot of persons don't understand why they have such a heavy or high turnover. Yes. Right. Um, because bad mm -hmm. communication and all of that happens. Mm -hmm. um, when it relates to, um, you know, mm -hmm. the environment. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, we all have, have experienced bad Mondays, challenging mm -hmm. weeks, and even, you know, having an entire month of mm -hmm. disappointment. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's a clinical nature of a career. And since it takes time to find a new job and you can't just walk away yes. from <laughs> the difficult situation immediately, it helps to develop some ways to handle the dysfunction until you can step into a new job somehow, Yes. right? How would you handle, how should you handle a mm -hmm. toxic workplace environment? Well, well, first, I think it matters for you to observe right. and notice that you are, in fact, in a toxic workplace, right? Um, if you notice that you are stressed or like um, having anxiety, mm -hmm. as you mentioned, about going to work. Right. Notice if there is poor communication, um, if there is gossipy co-workers, mm -hmm. um, or you just feel like your mental or physical health is at stake. 
And like you said, sometimes you can't leave the situation, so you have to cope with it. Right. So right. what will be helpful for you to do is categorize what you can and cannot change. Mm-hmm. Think of the serenity prayer, right? Um, and yes, I like that. Do you know I did? Do you know that one of that that helped me on one of my jobs? <laughs> sure, helped me a lot of my <laughs> being an insurance. So um, it's not saying you know, hey, let me just focus on what I can control and forget about the rest. But it's more about being intentional about okay. changing what I can okay. and also okay. changing my attitude to those things that I cannot change. And then also while at work, figure out what it is I can do to make my day a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Does this mean taking a walk on my lunch break? Um, does this mean find positive influences or activities that I can engage in? Very important thing for you to do while in that toxic environment is to stay away from the drama, mm. right? Don't mm. become engaged and wrapped up in that. Try to avoid it. Focus on the task you have for that right, day at right, work, right. right? You don't have to become the negative people that are in your work in environment, your work. right? Like you don't mm-hmm. have to adapt to that culture. And lastly, I mean, you're saying sometimes you can't leave. But if you can, and if there's no way out of it, you're realizing that your health is at stake here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then leave. Right. Um, you don't right. have to stay in a toxic environment environment if you can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you realize that nothing is changing and your well-being is declining, sometimes you have right, to get out right. of there. Yeah, because a lot of person feel so stuck yes. as if they're unable to mm-hmm. move on, you know, mm-hmm. or even dedicated to the task at hand or the manager per yes. se that they're that, that they're even afraid to, mm-hmm. to leave the job. And sometimes too, suppose you have worked so hard to get this job, like this yeah. dream job, and you yeah. get there and you're like, Oh no, what's happening around yeah. here? Sometimes yeah. you're like, Well, this is what I prayed and asked for, I have to kinda of stick it out. Stick it out. So and sometimes, sometimes you, you really have to evaluate um, the reason why you went where you went. That's you true. know, why you started here and then why things have changed. Mm-hmm while working yes okay all right and now more than ever business leaders need to talk about and address issues of workplace toxicity Mm -hmm. allowing persons to speak freely safely and you know and be prepared to listen and that doesn't happen often no and too often we wait until we pass the the breaking point right so share why should workplace toxicity matter okay well first and foremost most of our waking life is at work. Mm-hmm. You think about it mm-hmm. from nine to five, you're at work. Um, you get home five to 10, you have five hours at home and then the rest is for bedtime. So most of your time is spent at work. So you should be in an environment where wow. you feel safe wow. psychologically. Yes. One where you can trust your employer and your coworkers to some extent. Um, some people make lifelong friends, you know, from oh, their co-workers. Jobs, yeah. um, remember that some mm-hmm. person stay with and with a business or like organization for for years, twenty, thirty years, right? So healthy environments help you to feel connected. You can thrive. You can grow. And so, with that being said, workplace toxicity should matter because mm-hmm. if it is a toxic environment, then why would you want to be employed right, there? Right. You know, toxic work environments are the breeding grounds for low morale for stress, negativity, sickness, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm, high turnover mm -hmm, rates, mm -hmm. there's bullying sometimes at work, um, burnout, and of course, serious disruptions, you know, to your mental health. So you have to pay attention to it. Sometimes it's just bleeding, it's just out there. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. it it should matter because it's your life you're you're talking about. And then again, um, we're not even having conversations more so we're disengaging Mm -hmm. people, Mm -hmm. right? And and, um, it shows as if, you know, um, it makes it even harder for the employees to communicate with them 
for yes. not not trusting the employer to speak up on mm -hmm. what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And mental health um, in workplace, you know, we only mm -hmm. focus on it until, like I said before, it get to a breaking point where yes. persons are not saying, I can't take it anymore. Yes. Yeah. They're burned out, they're tired, and wow. they're like, I have to go. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Working in a stressful environment um, can have a huge impact on the trajectory of your career, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I see one in five, right, mm. employees have left their job in the last one to two years mm -hmm. due to toxic workplace culture. <laughs> and I've talked to a lot of candidates, and I know you have too, because I think one of my clients uh, was, was visiting both of us at the same time, okay. right? And, you know, dealing with the exact same thing, and it has affected them physically through manifestation of health issues. So. What recommendation would you give for persons in this situation? Mm -hmm. So like you mentioned, um, employee health, um, it's linked to productive productivity Sorry, mm -hmm. <laughs> at work. So your human resource manager, your manager, your supervisor, right. they should want to create a work environment that promotes employee well-being. Um, the right way to go about that would be going directly to your supervisor, of course, but the way to communicate this is not to go as with a victim mentality or to complain, right, but right. it's more so mm. to go there with solutions, coming up with effective ways to manage your stressor. So it's to say this and this is happening, but I think that we can do this, right? Um, so you want to perform at your best, you don't want to be stressed, so it may mean designing a plan mm, to mm. improve your skills in time mm -hmm. management, it may mean planning an employee wellness event, it may mean getting a referral from the employee assistance program, because they give referrals to um, persons like myself. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and then maybe you may need more challenging and meaningful tasks by changing a physical space. So it's right. all about not going to your supervisor and saying, you know, I'm stressed, I'm this, I'm that, but think about it. Realize what's happening, figure out ways with, within yourself. Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. can I do to change this? Or what can my employer do to change this? And approach them right. with those right. suggestions. Right. You know, it may be a company-wide thing that needs to change. And a lot of companies nowadays, because I've right. did mm -hmm. a number of presentations with companies that are now focusing on psychological safety. Okay. okay. And they spend a, a, a half a day here. or entire day focusing on wellness mm -hmm. and self-care and mm -hmm. those activities and it's because of they're noticing yeah we're producing we're doing well we have a lot of employees here but when you look around the morale is down, it's down. Yes. and persons right. approaching them and some per some um businesses have that team put together to right. put those things okay. those okay. activities it's together to mm -hmm. yeah um it's really good to hear mm -hmm. it's really i was really surprised when i saw that mm -hmm. um and they're noticing that Things can be changed from an organizational standpoint. standpoint we can yes. do a number of changes, have right. these days. They also have times when the employees can come together and have those sort mm -hmm. of self-care days okay. Okay. Um, where they can come as a group, eat together, right. go out, do. My department does that all the time right. for us because right. we need it. Right. <laughs> and so, so you know, approaching so them with ways to right. change it, not right. just complaining. And that's the point of how you communicate. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I love that. Right. And ad addressing workplace toxicity is fearful for most persons. So how should one address being stressed in mm -hmm. the workplace? Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are a number of ways, you know, and I like to just go with special number three. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there are many ways to address it, but of course. 
So I believe that addressing being stressed in the workplace first starts with looking within yourself. I always start with myself start first. With me. Yes, start I with me that. because it's me <laughs> that's experiencing this, right? Mm -hmm. And it's important to know that stress is normal. We all need stress yeah, in our life yeah. to push us, to, push to move us, us forward, right? <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. So, but it's different from being in a toxic workplace now, right? So you ask yourself, what is it that um, you're doing at work that is making you stress? First of all, are you taking on too many projects? Are you taking work home with you? Mm -hmm. um, do you have a good work-life balance? And so what is it at work that makes it stressful? And what can I do to change it? Because when you can pinpoint that stressor, right. you can begin to change it, to right? Change it. Another thing that you can do is focus on what you can control. We're back to that all over again because mm -hmm. it's all about that. And I think that's one of the major points from takeaways from today. Focusing on what it what is that you, you can, can control. control. So you're asking yourself that question. Sometimes we stress over things that we cannot control. Mm -hmm. Control. Mm -hmm. And when you realize that you can, what you can control and you can change that, you can fix it, right. this will cause you to release the stress and right. anxiety of the things that you cannot control. And then my favorite, absolute favorite one is focusing on self-care. Right. I'm right. big on self-love and self-care. Yes. You go to my social media page, I'm on that because I realize that <sighs> if I love myself, it's mm -hmm. going to show within me. And that's taking care of myself, yes. taking care of what I, um, watching what I eat. You're looking into incorporating exercise, exercise into your daily routine, um, going for a walk. It mm -hmm. could be taking breaks to breathe. You know, what this does for you is allow you to release the stress, and your stress level will decrease, and you can have okay. the time to okay. focus on things that make you feel better. Make you feel better. I yeah. hope you all are taking notes because <laughs> this is very interesting. Dr. Anya, I want to piggyback, though, on you mentioned work-life balance. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people who believe that there's no such thing. Mm. Uh, share your views on that for me. I, I, can, I can totally agree with him <laughs> at some point. Um, because me mm. being a mom and a wife, I, you know, it's like I have two jobs. Yeah. Now I have three jobs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so you can believe what is that. Yeah. But yeah. you have to intentionally make it happen. Yeah. It's yeah. getting off from work. Sometimes I don't rush home. I'm going to use myself as as an example mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm. I don't rush home sometimes because I know that I have three kids that's jumping on me ready. My nanny is sitting down there ready to leave as soon as I get home. Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. I need a little leeway there. Right. That break. Right. What am I going to do between that? Yes. yes. To relax myself. <laughs> um, and you have to balance it because if you're coming from a stressful environment, yes. home to another stressful environment, yes. when are you going to have a break, break there? And that yeah. was, that's where the balance come in. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. there are a number of things that you can do. Of course, I'm sure we'll get into that. Right. right. Um, but it is something that is doable. Mm -hmm. You just have to make the time and be intentional so about doing it. So true. I like to call it harmony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because every time I kept um, having to go into a discussion about it, uh -huh. and um, persons would be like, oh, there's no such thing. I thought, well, you get you get harmony from it, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have to enjoy what it is you're doing yes. uh, at work. And then when you go home, you make it worth your while with these people that you call your family. Yes. You know, so <laughs> it's interesting. All right, you are listening to Career Connection, powered by Flow, with Melanie Smith and my guest, Dr. Anya Gibbs. We'll be right back after this break and a word from our sponsor. How to double the internet speed for free sound. Bring, Bring it on! on. 
That's what every Flow Home Internet customer can celebrate. Enjoy double the speeds at no additional cost. It's another way we're showing our appreciation of you as we keep you connected with more value. Enjoy your free two times the internet speed boost, delivering the best home internet experience for all your work, study, and entertainment needs. Join Flow and elevate to the best internet experience. Visit a Flow store or discoverflow.co for more details. Welcome back to Career Connection. I'm your host, Melanie Smith, and my guest, Dr. Anya Gibbs, and we're discussing staying in toxic workplace environment. Dr. Anya, um, how do you tell hiring managers that the reason you're leaving your current job is because you can take it anymore, right? Okay. Without risking <laughs> your chances of any new opportunities by coming across as a quitter or someone who refuses you know, or cannot fit into a company culture? Yeah. yeah. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. Quite recently when I was job hunting a little bit, <laughs> I don't want to give myself a little too much, but <laughs> it comes up because I'm right. like, okay, well, if, if your job is so great, why are you leaving? Why are you, you know? Yeah. Um, so keep in mind that you don't want to come across, like you said, as speaking negatively about your employer. You right. also, right. like you said, don't want to risk your chance at a new opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. um, and hiring managers will be paying attention to how you answer the question, right? Because it would also give them a peek into how you handle situations. Right, right, um, right. So what you can do is highlight something positive about that current job. You know, highlight the fact that you were um, able to learn something new. For, so for example, myself again, um, I could say that, you know, at my current job, I had a lot of chances or opportunities to do com com community mental health work. Okay. I had okay. a lot of chances, mm -hmm. opportunities, sorry, to do radio shows and, you know, meet new people, travel, Turks and Caicos travel along the world, um, do training. And, you know, so you're sort of building up right, the current right, employer. Right, saying, okay, right. you know, okay. although you know that's not the truth. I mm -hmm. mean, some <laughs> of it, well, no, you're not lying because right. that part is true. Right. But I'm choosing to focus on the positive right. parts of it, right? So, and then in reference to the new job, you can say that, you know, I'm looking for a job that will allow me to gain X, Y, and Z, these new skills, these new experiences. So, like I said, you're not lying, mm -hmm. but you're building up you're on building the positives. Up. Right, right. Uh, because you don't want to come across and say, like, that person, that job, I have to get out of there. I can't do it anymore. They're like, well, what is your role in that? Yeah. Sometimes they're looking at it, so, okay. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what it's about, focusing on the positives. Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. of course, reading whatever their job description is, mm -hmm. looking on their website, mm -hmm. seeing what it is that you can gain there. from right, there, and, right. you know, build up on those positive right. things. And I like that you said that because uh, a lot of persons who are searching don't, don't really understand that when you get into that interview, mm -hmm. um, you still, the, the, the interviewer will still be listening to what you have to say mm -hmm. about your current employer, mm -hmm. even if you're still employed, yes. you know, um, and, and they will think the same thing you're saying about them, you will come over and do the same thing. And yes, a lot, a lot of persons don't think like yes. that, right? Mm -hmm. So I always recommend people to never badmouth mm -hmm. um, your employer when you're looking for another job, even if you're no longer employed mm -hmm. with, with that company. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that you share that and point. And you know, employers can also, the new, sorry, mm -hmm. the new potential employer yeah. can also ask you, well, tell me something about a, like a bad situation right. or Right. A conflictual situation. Mm -hmm. You also have to remember. Then you can bad modem there as well, mm -hmm. but build on those positives. Build on the positives. See how you could handle that stressful situation right. without making the company look bad. Right, right. Yeah. Because when they ask why should we consider you, mm -hmm. even after having to interview 
about 10 candidates for yes. that one position. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there's, you're not the only one vying for that job. So of course. you have to be sure that you're saying the right thing. Yes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, toxic or hostile work environments have negative health impacts, mm -hmm. right, that can affect your personal life by damaging everything from your self-esteem to even friendships that, that you've also mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Share with us what kind of um, disruptions can show up relating to physical symptoms of mm -hmm. persons. Mm -hmm. And maybe about mental as well. Mental as well, yeah. Both of mm -hmm. them, right? There's that connection. Right. But it's important to highlight that toxic workplaces can lead to mental and physical health problems. Right. And mm -hmm. I also want to mention, um, this is very important when it comes to research, when it comes to black and minority mm -hmm. persons like mm -hmm. ourselves, mm -hmm. um, our problems, it could be depression, it could be anxiety, it show up as somatic symptoms. Right. The headaches, the aches, the pains, you're constantly sick. Yes. Um, <laughs> they'll say, I'm, I'm always mm. sick, and that time they're depressed. Right. Because we don't identify with that all the time. We identify with how we feel with how you within feel. our body. Yeah. So physically, it may be a lack of sleep. It could be, you know, weight gain or loss. It could mean you're constantly becoming sick. And I want to say that I remember having a friend, well, she's still my friend, mm -hmm. one of my colleagues from um, in the U.S. I would talk to her, and every two weeks, she's sick. And I'm like, what's going on? Every time I talk to you, you have a cool, you have a cool, you have a cool. And then um, she realized that her job, her work environment, if the you know the toxic part of it, right, um, right. she was becoming physically sick. Wow! Every wow. so often, wow. I wow. mean, constantly. Well, I've I've experienced it. I've actually had three clients. Yeah. Um, withering away from mm -hmm. from that job they mm -hmm. were on. Like, mm -hmm. um, Mel, can I come to see you? Mel, can I come to mm -hmm. see you? And I mean, we spent hours, mm -hmm. literally, and I couldn't believe that 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 was actually happening mm -hmm. here. You yes. know, until I started to experience it yes. in, in my company, mm -hmm. um, mentoring mm -hmm. persons um, from just being, you know, sick, sick. from the job. Mm -hmm. It can happen. It's real, yeah. And mentally, you may start to, you mentioned it before, ruminate. Right. Um, you're constantly replaying events from that day, what the manager said, what this person said. It, it, it comes home with you, right? Yeah. And then you're feeling like overwhelmed, you're exhausted, <laughs> um, you're having decreased productivity. And over time, of mm -hmm. course, there's burnout, there's depression, there's anxiety, and like other mental health problems Problem. that can come oh, from that mm -hmm. toxic work mm -hmm. situation. And, and not that I was new to it, mm -hmm. but I didn't realize that it was happening to so many persons yes. in the workplace um, until they were comfortable enough more so to talk about it because a lot of people suffer in silence mm -hmm. before even sharing mm -hmm. what they're going through on mm -hmm. the job. I know you someone know? also too, when they would get to work, they would feel sick, like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. You know? Yeah, something in that environment, that's the culture. It all comes together and it shows up in our bodies. Right. Especially for us as black people. It right. shows and up. I, I think I actually yeah. have that here, right? Mm -hmm. That um, our bodies uh, are very adept at mm -hmm. letting us know there's danger, mm -hmm. right? So that, that needs to be addressed. So mm -hmm. we need to pay attention. How long should one take to assess their work mm. or their office environment to see what exactly is causing their health well-being to suffer? Mm -hmm. How no. long should they be in a situation like that? I don't know if there's a specific timeline mm -hmm. there, but what I will say is it's about noticing patterns, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So noticing patterns, patterns within your health. Like I had a client one time every Thursday night she complained that she would have panic attacks. Like, 
highly anxious wow. and panic, wow. full-blown panic attacks. And you saw when we would begin to discuss what's happening, I was like, Thursday night, okay, what's happening on Friday? Because mm. there's something, there's right. some connection there. So she began to examine her work route, and she realized that um, she had bi-weekly meetings with a supervisor on Fridays. And, of course, she's a competent person, but her supervisor was a very critical person. person. Right. Um, so it was like she's <laughs> developing fear. fear. I'm fearing, and yeah. I mean, although it's bi-weekly, every that. Friday is ha every Thursday is happening to her. Wow. It's, it's like, okay, tomorrow's Friday, and I think you know, what's happening in that meeting with that employer, with her supervisor, and so she was able to sort of pinpoint that source of stress. She noticed the pattern, like mm -hmm. every Thursday mm -hmm. something is happening to me. So, in doing my own research on this topic, because it, it's well and alive, right? Right. Someone mentioned thinking of a toxic work situation like a bad car. Okay. okay. But there's no timeline on that bad car, but you're continuously pumping money. Um, one day is the brakes, the tire go flat. Yeah, um, yeah. Everything broken. One I time. don't know all the <laughs> car parts, but yes. you got to change this, you got to change that, you got to change that. It's mm. like every minute something else is happening. Yes. You know, there's this pattern, this, 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 something is wrong. It's like I bought a lemon. Wow. I bought a lemon. I'm putting wow. money into this because so there's no real timeline. It could be six months, um, three months, six months. It could be a year. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully not a year. You're you're, yeah. you're you're realizing this, but remember, you're still trying to make it work, and that's how we are too. You get to the point where you know you're trying to make it work. You're pushing through, but you have to realize that it's a toxic mm -hmm. work environment. Mm -hmm. Nothing is changing. Right. This is pattern. Right. This is padding, and of course, it's taking out toll on my health and my well-being I have to go see a psychologist I have to go get you know some mentorship mm -hmm. um, then something has to give something right. has to change right. and it's about noticing that pattern wow. yeah because wow. it could be two months when like wait this is two months and this is two months too long where someone can push forward for a whole six months mm -hmm. and, then, mm -hmm. and, and then they realize hey mm -hmm. I'm exhausted right something has to change has now. To change. yeah and I, I recently had a client who it's really uh, suffering mm -hmm. on, on her job, mm -hmm. you know, and that's when I really got this topic and I said, yeah. honey, you have to take it to the airwaves, speak about it. Yes. Because people really are talks about it. suffering in yeah. their workplace, mm -hmm. right? And it, it took me the entire day to deal with that client, mm -hmm. but when I, when I was finished and when I realized how deep it was, I, I was so tired mm -hmm. when I when I was finished. Wow! Let me tell you how she's feeling. Yes. yes. If you're, I, I was extremely tired yeah. when I was finished because I thought, did I take in all of that? Mm -hmm. Right. And and I'm sure she, you know the the client must have had have been going through a really really mm -hmm. tough time, mm -hmm. you know. And and I decided that I would, you know. Shed some light on mm -hmm. what persons are. Well, I'm happy that they're doing that because, yes. I, like I mentioned, no one really talks about no. this. I know we talk about burnout a whole lot <laughs> a on lot. health matters, but a lot when it comes yeah. to this talk, this topic, no. But I'm grateful that skip around it. Yes, I'm yeah. grateful that the person came, um, mm -hmm. you know, to seek help mm -hmm. and looking for some roadmap of how they can, you know survive through this basically mm -hmm. because their health is not at stake. Mm -hmm. You know, like really, really. That's past burnt out yes, stress. Yes, <laughs> to, to it completely. Mm -hmm. All right, you are listening to Career Connection, powered by Flow with Melanie Smith and my guest, Dr. Anya Gibbs. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Imagine you have Hollywood at your command. 
Introducing Flow Evil. Welcome back to Career Connection. I'm your host, Melanie Smith, with my guest, Dr. Anya Gibbs, and we're discussing staying in toxic workplace environment. Dr. Gibbs, uh, what are some effective strategies persons can use to avoid every single day mm -hmm. destroyed from, from their hostile environment? Okay. So mm -hmm. I want to highlight three right. strategies <laughs> persons can use. Um, mm -hmm. The first one would be to change your mindset. Right. Um, right. You have to know that nothing is permanent. Um, and situations can change. You can begin to focus on the positives mm -hmm. um, and those aspects of your work life that you can control. There's that word again, right. control. control. Mm -hmm. Secondly would be to focus on your goals. Um, some may say, you know, throw yourself into your work, right. just right. ignore it. I mean, it's hard, <laughs> but you can. So, but this may also mean not engaging in workplace ne negative culture and mm -hmm. instead, fo instead focusing on those goals that you set for each day. So I would say try to get that uh, those goals achieve as best as you can. Encourage yourself, you know, and be your own cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned before, the last one would be work-life balance. Right. You have to disconnect. It could be disconnecting during lunch, at the end of the day, at the end of your work week. You know, you're setting those boundaries by taking your lunch, not taking work home, mm -hmm. and also mm -hmm. engaging in those Fun activities, fun activities that yes. you can do during your right. off days, right. you know. Um, I think you're trying to get at the whole point of saying, although I have this hostile work environment, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. can sort of get away. Right. Even if it's in my mind, right. I can get away from it and complete what I have to do as long as I'm still there at mm -hmm. that company. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't have to ruin every every, every day, every single yeah. day, you know. Um, so these are things that you can engage okay. in to at least take the blow off a little bit. A little know? bit. And some yeah. of us don't know how to even take the break, mm -hmm. you know, especially lunch break. We'll stay at, I'm like that. Okay. I'd work until the end of time, mm -hmm. more so, you know, mm -hmm. before. And I realized, I, I worked for a company before and realized mm -hmm. that I was the only one Doing who that. didn't have a vacation <laughs> that year. And I thought to myself, no wonder why I'm feeling so tired. Mm -hmm. You know, all of the employees went on vacation, all managers, everyone mm -hmm. but me. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh, I need to get out of this office. Mm -hmm. You know, so sometimes it's very important to remind persons that they have to step away. They have to. Right? And, and I think for me, I was always concerned about, um, because I've experienced being away from the office and being called so many times. Okay. Right? And I think that's why I didn't realize that mm -hmm. I didn't have a break. It could also yeah. be that that's your personality, that you're a high yeah. achiever yes. and you want to really and perform and do good, right? <laughs> yes. And sometimes you have to realize yeah. that you need a break. You need a break. Because yeah. you don't want to get to the point where you don't recognize who you are anymore yeah. and you're just constantly pushing. So important. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And then again, some people question themselves, right? Mm -hmm. If uh, the toxicity is all about them and then they internalize so much, eroding their self-doubt, mm -hmm. how can persons understand that the toxic workplace perhaps has nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's more of a you know, them problem. More of a them yeah. um, versus me. Me. Yeah. So it's actually mm -hmm. quite common for a person to self-blame. 
you know, in toxic work situations. Mm-hmm. It's like you get to a place where you are to blame, where you are to blame, you know, for the negative right. situation. Mm-hmm. So what persons have to understand at, is that it's not you. It's not you at all, right? right, right. Um, this has nothing to do with you. The problem lies within your work environment, the work culture. And you realize this because if you try to change things or try different mm-hmm. strategies, mm-hmm. Way of, ways of addressing problems, and nothing is changing, then you realize, in fact, that, hey, it is the toxic work right. environment, and yeah. it's not me. It's not you. You know, think yeah. of the car that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you're changing this, you're changing that, and it's like you're changing and. <laughs> each week something else has, <laughs> something to, change. Else has to change um, yeah. and what I realize is that misery loves company, company and we say it's in psychology misery loves miserable company right, right. right? Um, the toxic behavior is just a projection of that person of that work environment so my message to you would to be go like easy on yourself you know some things are beyond your control mm-hmm. use grace towards yourself accept that this is something that is beyond like i said again beyond my control right, and right. it is a damn problem right yeah. right so we have to stop blaming ourselves yes yes okay thanks for that and 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 how can you then create a positivity bubble mm-hmm. one that that can zap all that negative energy away and mm-hmm. cultivate positivity mm-hmm. so i love that first of all when i heard about <laughs> it um creating a positivity bubble, bubble. So it's about creating a space that all with all things positive yeah. right everybody's like i can just do positive 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 um i love the word first of all yeah another <laughs> well one way would be to focus on the positives of that day. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, mm-hmm. telling yourself each morning, these are the three things that I mm-hmm. have to do today, and I will make that my vision right. for that day right. and tune out whatever negative thing um, that tries to stop me from achieving that, right? Another way of creating that bubble would be to set your mood and tone for each day. Um, and I remember now as Melanie back in graduate school, mm-hmm. being a, in, um, in grad school to become a clinical, a clinical psychologist every year, because it's about five years of school. Right. Yep. Every year we had to go on an externship. Okay. So we're in okay. school, but we have to be attached to a work environment every year. So from September to June, I'm with this company. And next, the next year I'm with an, a, a whole different company because okay. you're getting okay. experience, right. your right. new clients, different environments. And there was one um, externship site. I can't tell you how I'm here today <laughs> because, <laughs> oh man. And it's, it's like you're forced to stay there. Wow. First of all, I'm a minority and a predominantly white school. Right, right. Um, Although I'm light-skinned, um, that doesn't matter. I'm, doesn't matter. I'm still black, yes. right? Um, and they're looking at you like, if you come and complain and want to change the site, you can't really do that because, mm-hmm. remember, they're mm-hmm. also gatekeepers for those who want to become right. into that field. Right. You have to sort of toe the line and just go with the flow. And it was so hard, and I remember, I'm like, Lord, I'm going to get through this thing. Wow. And what I had to do, because in, in D.C., we used to train. Everybody okay. used to train okay. the Metro. Mm-hmm. I would catch a metro and I would put my headphones in and I would create my bubble mm-hmm. gospel music mm-hmm. on the way there. That's amazing. Step um, <laughs> outside of the outside of that office before I go in. I remember one girl. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Just go and I'll be there soon." I would pray. You would pray. I said, "Oh Lord, yeah, go in there before me." And it was only twice a week. I had to be there <laughs> twice a week. Yes. But the good part about it is, it had an ending. Oh, yeah. I knew June was coming. I'm, I'm gonna be ending. Right. And you know what? 
for me that changed everything because I can look back and pinpoint that probably was the saving grace. Right, right. Because at the end of it, I had high remarks. Mm-hmm. I did the best reports according to my supervisor. Amazing. I sort of locked myself away in a room sometimes and just threw myself into my work. Right, right. Um, because I noticed what was happening and what where I realized that it was a toxic environment was that in June the new intern the new externs would come over. Okay. And there's mm-hmm. this girl. The second day she was crying and she came into my room crying and I'm like, I never cried before, but I was almost there. (laughs) And I really realized, I'm like, and you know, it wasn't you. It's this place. It's the place. It's It's the the place. place. Mm -hmm. Um, And seeing her go through that, I'm like, it really is the place. And I'm like, girl, I'm glad I'm heading out of here. But I gave her a few words of encouragement and that sort of changed her. So for me, um, creating that space for me was my gospel music, was praying. Um, and, you know, that helped me out. So different habits that you can use, you can cultivate um, your positive, your positivity bubble mm-hmm. would be to monitor your thoughts and your words, try to replace negative ones with positive, positive ones. ones, focus on the good stuff, important. or like mm-hmm. even making a gratitude list that you can read over yes. every day. I remember reading my mind right now, my son being at three, he would tell me, Grandma Jackie say, let tomorrow worry about itself. Ah, and so I just amazing. always worry about today. Worry about today. Tomorrow yes. will be there and whatever it Work brings, I'll self. focus I on it that. then. <laughs> and then I am a believer mm-hmm. of a good old relaxation exercise. Mm-hmm. You can incorporate regular scheduled deep breaths mm-hmm. every day. You can spend 10 minutes during your lunch break. You can take a little 10 minute here and there in silence where you can focus on your breathing. Okay. Those 10 minutes can also be used for praying, mm-hmm, for meditating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and what is this doing? It's transforming the stress into right, peace, right, that positivity right. bubble. And I remember someone said, you can count your blessings while you count your while breaths. While you count your breaths. So, and, and that's amazing. You yeah. know? And I like how you mentioned that because before I come out of my car, mm-hmm. listen, and I have a good prayer. Oh, you I mean, it. me and the Lord be in there. He must be like, Melanie, come on this car. You <laughs> leave for work. You know, but it sets the tone for the day. Yes, more so. it does. And so whatever meets you mm-hmm. when you get to that door, mm-hmm. you would have already yes. uh, have your guard up. Yes. More so, you know, um, you prepared know, for that. Prepared. Like, you would have yeah. already be prepared. You know, It's like you're going into the lion's den, <laughs> but I'm already, I sent God ahead. Go yes. And let me come in after. You but you know what you're doing. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. Amazing. <laughs> if you're just joining us, You've missed half of today's program with Career Connection, powered by Flow, with my guest, Dr. Anya Gibbs. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll continue discussing how to handle an unhealthy workplace and give you hope if quitting is not an option. After this word from our... Flow helps you stay connected to what matters. Simple plans and a better network mean that you can enjoy 30 days of unlimited social messaging, 10 gigabytes of reliable data to use as you like, and 1,000 local anywhere calls and texts. With the always-on prepaid plan, all for $80, with Turks and Caicos' most reliable LTE network. With Flow, it only gets better. Oh, my God. This is Career Connection, powered by Flow, with your host, Melanie Smith, and my guest, Dr. Anya Gibbs, and we're talking about staying in a toxic workplace environment. I have posted a question in the chat for you. I'm not certain if anyone is viewing it, but we do have a giveaway for you today. And the question is, the things you know how to do, please share with us what they are called, the things you know how to do. Be sure to enjoy the giveaway because we will be ending the show at 10 a.m. The things you know how to do. Share with us what they are called. 
All right, Dr. Enya, I have a very interesting question mm-hmm. for you. Uh, talk about setting boundaries mm. and how important they are to survive work-life boundaries. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so in attempting to survive mm-hmm. a toxic workplace, <laughs> you have to, again, first remember that some things, or back to this control, mm-hmm. are outside of your control and that you can only focus on what you can handle. Okay. So setting boundaries is essential to surviving. You have to first get into the mindset that you matter first, right? right? Me first again. Right. Think right. of the airplane logic, mm-hmm. <clears throat> putting on your mask first before you help someone else. So in toxic work environments, it's going to be very important um, that you practice self-care and set those boundaries so that you don't become consumed right. in that culture. Right. Right. So the first thing I would say, the matter of saying no. Yeah. We don't like to say no. <laughs> My husband just told me this two yeah. days ago. He's like, I can't say no at work. I'm like, I don't know about you, but I can say no. I've, I had to develop that. You had to that. develop it. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes we give our all and we want to be a team player, even when we know our supervisors and our coworkers are taking advantage of us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you have to set that boundary because knowing that I cannot give my all. And if you do give your all, sometimes it will cost you your right, peace. Right, so right. make it a practice to say no sometimes, especially when you have been giving too much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that work environment. Another way of setting boundaries would be to create and stick to a schedule. Right. I love me a good schedule. You wake up, I go to bed at a certain time, I schedule my lunch at a certain time, mm-hmm. and you also want to schedule breaks within that day. And during that break, the boundary is, this is my break. I am not yes. being indulged in whatever right. else is going on. Right. And that's to pray, to meditate, to mm-hmm. breathe, to go for a walk. You know, that's your downtime to de-stress and okay. to recharge. Okay. And a good boundary, Miss Melanie, uh, would be to disconnect at the end of the day. Yes. Right? Yes. I have this thing that I do. My, <laughs> I can see my secretary laughing at me right now. I get to the front door and I do like this. I put my hand to my head and I say, click, click. I, I cut it off. Oh. She's like, what are you doing? And I said, I am turning the switch off. Disconnecting. I said, that's my version of clocking out. Yes. I don't have a client clock out. I'm cutting off my psychologist hat. Right. Because right. I told you I'm a mother and a wife. I have to go home. I have a second job right. at home right. with these three right. children. Mm-hmm. Right? I cannot take people's problems home with home me. The things you. I hear in that office, I cannot. I can't be home born. Lord, if she's going to be all right, she's going to hurt herself. This person, I, I yeah. can't do that. Yeah. And years of doing this, mm-hmm. you could imagine if I had taken that on mm-hmm. through all those different, all places, those different places, I would be a wreck. Yes, yes. You know? And so I have to remember that I can take those things home with me. And if you are in a toxic workplace, it is vital for you to disconnect. Mm. Because if you don't want to, you know, misplace or project right. that, because you're right. going to bring that home, that you frustration, you take it out on your children, you your, your partner, your friends, mm-hmm. you know, this is your time to recharge after work, after that work week as well. Mm-hmm. So focus on you, your needs, socialize a little bit, right. but it's all about you, all about and you. that's a major boundary mm-hmm. you, you have to set. Right. Well, I took note of what you said. Mm-hmm. If you give your all, mm-hmm. it will cost you your peace. It will. Okay. I really like that. Mm-hmm. If you give your all, mm-hmm. it will cost you your peace. Now, I want to talk about leaders for a second, right? And there are leaders who seem to have everything going for themselves, yeah. right? All the big positions and all mm-hmm. that stuff. and um, But they often struggle with issues outside of work yes. and unable to separate the two, mm-hmm. right? Is it safe or okay to have empathy for a toxic leader? Yes. 
I think it's very common also because we're human. Mm-hmm. They're human just like mm-hmm. us, right? Although you want to hate them and say they're this horrible person, you have to look beyond it. And I did that a whole lot because right. I always, when I hear about stories about um, the boss doing this, doing that, and I don't want to, I'm taking the boss aside, but I'm right, also wondering, right. I wonder what's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. It's just like when children come talk about their parents, I'm like, your parent is so stressed out, girl, you don't even know it. <laughs> but you don't see that side right, of it, right? Right, right. So, yeah, um, but if you sit behind a toxic leader and realize that this person is human, too, and they have their own stress, it's not right mm-hmm. for them for mm-hmm. how they're treating you, but mm-hmm. they have their real life. So it's more or less approaching the situation with kindness, right? That's what's, what it's, a, it's about. Um, right. Being the leader... You should, I mean, treat your leader, you know, how you want to be how treated. You, be you treated. know, it's not yes. about sucking up to your yes. boss, but considering that that person has their own responsibilities, their own struggles, their own problems. I remember even back in that same externship, the lady who was giving me the most trouble, she wasn't even a boss. Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't know what she was to us, but <laughs> I went into her office one day and she was crying. And I felt so sorry for her. Yeah. Behind my head, I was like, yeah, that's what you get. But Listen, I'm like, you know what? I experienced that with, yeah. a, with a former manager of mine. Yeah. And I, I met her crying. And first, I wasn't, you know. Yeah, you're like, mm. But I was like, uh-huh. no, man, you, no. you have to. That's not who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you still care about them, yes. you know. And that can mean, you know, talking to them, mm. having an army, like you said, having mm. their, like, empathy for them, greeting them, bringing them a cup, a cup of coffee, coffee ask them how yeah. their day was, you know, try to be gentle yeah. in your response, although they, you don't want to, <laughs> you have to remember that, yes, they're still human. Uh, yes, and, and thanks for that, because yeah. even when I experienced it at first, I thought to myself, wow, right, what do I do in this situation, you know, but mm-hmm. um, empathy kicked in yes. right away, because, you know, it, it could have been me yes. in the situation as well, mm-hmm. so... Thanks for clearing that up because sometimes <laughs> we do not want to be nice to our managers or leaders, especially if they are toxic. Yes, especially. Right? Yeah, especially mm-hmm. if they are toxic. Okay, workplace relationships are like any other relationship. Yes. Okay? And some stay and suffer in silence, as I mentioned before, without acknowledging the drama. And mm-hmm. we love to downplay, yes. right, what we went through and hold on to, to mm-hmm. you know, something that's really not good for you. Yeah. So... Why do you think it, it mm-hmm. is so hard for persons to leave spaces mm-hmm. that no longer serve them? Yeah, but like you said, it's just like a bad or a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to leave. And people can stay in toxic workplaces for many reasons. Sometimes you cannot quit, like I mentioned before. Maybe right. this was your dream job. Right. Maybe you mm-hmm. have moved on from many jobs before, and you just want to be in a stable environment. Right. Finally, right? right? But sometimes you are waiting on a next job to come through. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's down that pipeline. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between a tough task and a toxic workplace. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between working with a boss with a different personality and a boss who's critical and toxic. Right. You have right. to accept that when something is not working, it's just, it's not, just working. not working. If the yeah. company's culture is not on par with your morals, if your health and mental well being is at stake, you have to leave if there's no way around it. Yes, it will be a hard decision, but you have to leave. And what I want to mention, too, is that in general, people stay in spaces that no longer serve them. 
um, I think we become stuck in patterns right, and cycles. Right, right. You know, we mm-hmm. let fear mm-hmm. of the unknown scare us mm-hmm. into staying. You know, we sometimes say, you know, I know what I have, but I'm not. Don't know what I'm going to get. Up with, yes. You know, mm-hmm. after this, so it may be that. worse. <laughs> um, and then mm-hmm. it makes you just stay where you where you are. I yeah. mean, where you are. All those, like you said, it's not serving us. Mm-hmm. It's just difficult because you know you think about the loyalty, the history that you also that. have. A thing, yeah. right? No, I have to stay. Yeah. But you realize that the longer you stay, mm-hmm. it's making it worse. Worse, for you. right? Yeah. And then again, the fact that you stay, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that when you stay, it means that you were consenting mm-hmm. to the treatment, mm-hmm. perhaps, that, that you were getting. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that? No, I don't you know? think it's, it's consenting. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. no way around it. Yeah. You know, you're staying because of your own sort of <laughs> reasons that, that you can pinpoint. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. in a relationship. I'm so thinking true. about so true. Uh, a bad marriage sometimes. Mm-hmm. You have these kids or you have mortgage you have yes. anything and you're like i gotta stay for this i, I gotta to stay. stay for that yeah. and you're putting yourself down you're keeping yourself mm-hmm. you know in this box to say i'm here i'm attached to these things but what you realize is that when the kids grow up and they're out of there you're what the, happens you're then still there. you're still there the and you have to place. think about yourself yes. and your happiness because now more than ever you're realizing that life is short yeah and yeah. if it's not serving you mm-hmm. you have to get out of there so true and even sometimes your children reach back to you asking why are you still there why are you still there that's so true (laughs) (laughs) all right we're wrapping up quickly uh what tool would Mm -hmm. you recommend to Mm -hmm. help persons with feeling or resentment on the way to Mm -hmm. recovery Mm -hmm. okay you mean in terms of taking their power back the power back okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so Acknowledging what happened, first mm-hmm. of all, right? Um, you were in a toxic workplace. You managed to get out of there. This this can have, you know, a real negative impact on you. You right. may be scarred from right. that experience, mm-hmm. and it could follow you. Be kind to yourself. That's a very important tool that. there. Use yeah. grace towards mm-hmm. yourself. That was a toxic place. Doesn't mean that you are toxic. Right. Don't blame yourself for what happened. And the future will not be like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And a very important one is to rebuild your confidence because I think that takes a real tool real on tool, our confidence. Right. You may have taken a hit to your confidence due to that toxic workplace. Right. And sometimes mm-hmm. you need some confidence boosters. Mm-hmm. And that may mean creating self-affirmations to use every day. That may mean I mean, networking with right. like-minded right. people who can validate your okay. abilities. You okay. know, it's about building that back. And that's okay. kind of how you take your power back. Mm, I you love know? that. And back to <laughs> things are not, some things are not your control. Right. You, I right. can only focus on what I can control. Right. I love it. I yeah. love it. Okay, be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes, I love that quote. I say that all the time to be people. Kind when they're to like, I'm, I did this. I did. I'm like, yeah, you're a human. Yes. You have to be kind to yourself. Yes. You're not perfect. You're never going to be perfect. Amazing. All right, we are flowing with flow on RTC 89.1 FM, and my guest, Dr. Anya Gibbs, and your host, Melanie Smith. I'm going to mention the giveaway one last time, courtesy of Flow. The things you know how to do, please share with us what they are called. If you're unable to upload the answer now, we'll be viewing the page again and be able to announce a winner. And I will contact you after um, to give you your your prize. Mm -hmm. The things you know how to do are called. All right. Please give us your answer. Dr. Anya, do you have any parting words for our listeners this Mm -hmm. morning? 
Mm-hmm. Just going right back to what, what we've been talking about the entire time. Um, it's about being kind to yourself, um, using grace, right? right? right. Um, and knowing that you have the power to create your future, right? right? Mm-hmm. You can put it out into the atmosphere, what it is that you want from your life, what it is that you want to do. I hope that you all can find that workplace that right. builds you up, right. that you're happy, that you can look forward to going there for the next 20 years, that can um, propel you, right. you know, to your right. higher purpose. Um, but if that space is not serving you and um, it's taking a toll on your well-being, do not be afraid to leave. To leave. And yes. even prior to that, don't be afraid to speak up. Right. right. And see what right. it is that you can, you know, mm-hmm. uh, implement there right. to help you right. and your coworkers. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for listening to season one. <laughs> it's amazing. Seven weeks gone by so quickly. <laughs> I can't wait to come back for season two with more phenomenal topics and phenomenal guests. I want to say a huge shout out to Flo Turks and Caicos, Mm -hmm. CEO, managing staff, everybody. They've been amazing to us during these seven weeks, and I just can't say how grateful I am. I've grown so much throughout this talk show, so thanks, thanks for the opportunity. I trust that each episode shared has been helpful to you. This has been Career Connection, powered by Flow on 89.1 FM. Special thanks to RTC in Grand Turk and in Providencialis and Flow TCI. And to my esteemed guest, who is closing out our season finale, Dr. Anya Gibbs. In closing, here's a push-up for the day. Don't sacrifice your emotional well-being or your peace of mind for a check. Companies are still hiring even in this pandemic. I'll say that again. Mm -hmm. Don't sacrifice your emotional well-being or your peace of mind for a check. Companies are still hiring in this pandemic. Until season two, be you, be brilliant. Thank you.